0: The Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, child of God. This is Reverend Brian Udiambo, the lead pastor, Tabana kondori, by the grace of God. Also, the general overseer Zionsgate Tabernacle Churches. I am glad. That God has given us an opportunity to assemble together to speak about his name, to speak about his goodness, to speak about his wonders. This morning I want us to speak about something that is intricate. Very important in the life of every human being. Salvation, new life. A story is told of a person who went to visit his friend, and while in the course of his visit, he notices a dog wailing bitterly and in pain. He wondered why the dog was wailing yet the master was watching doing nothing. So for that day he finished his visit whatever brought him then he went back. The next day he came, he found the dog on the same, same, same spot, wailing and in pain. But now he was forced to ask his friend, friend, why do you allow this dog to go through such pain? Why not helping this dog? The friend responded, that dog knows what it's supposed to do. But it's not doing it. That dog is still enjoying that pain. The moment it fails, now it's time for me to come from this pain then it will definitely rise up and walk away that is the time its salvation will have come but i won't go and lift it from that point it has to come out of that point itself because it went and lied there and it was pierced by a nail that was on the ground. So until that pain reaches a point whereby the dog now is uh, is satisfied, so to say, then it it will still lie there. How does this relate to our topic today? Salvation until you are tired you will still live the kind of life you are living probably there is somebody listening to this podcast and saying pastor what makes you think that you are so special or what makes you think that the kind of life that I live is a bad life or is a painful life this is my response The Bible says that Everyone that lives in sin Is in darkness Praise the Lord If you are living in sin You are living in darkness And it's an ignorance That will cause you Eternity I'll repeat that again It's an ignorance that will cost you eternity. Life on earth is temporary. It's so temporal. Compared to eternity, life on earth is not even a fraction that can be compared. But look at the way we live. We live like this is it. We we live full range, full throttle. But wait a moment. Have you ever asked yourself this question? If I died right now, what will become of me? What will become of me? You know, this is something that must surely come. I know you've lost somebody that you love in you, you loved. You never thought would have gone by now, but they're not there. They left anyway. Death does not choose. It picks us all. Death is a showstopper. It takes everyone. Men mightier than you and I have lived. And they are nowhere right now. We've buried them. And life continues. Relating to the story of the dog and the master. God is our master. God has given us the gift of salvation. Our pilot scripture, John 3.16, the Bible says that, For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Dear friend, what greater sacrifice can a man give than to give his own life? I know there's a lot of conversations going around this issue of uh, death by crucifix that now led to where we are right now. I'll tell you this man is crooked. When man does not want something, they first begin by attacking a source or the proponents of something that they don't want. People want God, but they don't want God the way it is being brought, or the way God is being brought. I'm sorry. But this is the truth. It's the reality. There is a way God wants us to live if we are to inherit eternal life. You don't choose God and choose how to live. When you choose God, you follow what he wants you to follow. That is why we have so many people who stay in the house Sundays or Saturdays, whichever day you feel fits you. You say, me, I'm worshiping in the house. While God commands us not to forsake the assembling of the brethren as a man, the manner of some. So, when you choose to follow some scriptures and fail to follow others, you're doing nothing. It's either you are in, all of you, or you are not in at all. Remember, God is the yardstick of life, not you, not your ideologies. You know, some of these ideologies that we've picked are not ours they are not utterly yours either they are things concocted by other people that have transformed and have camouflaged and have been into our systems either through education through materials we read that is why your thinking is not independent it is dependent on an ideology Praise the Lord. History has taught us that once existed men, men that today people call the custodians of knowledge, the likes of Socrates, Plato, Descartes. You see, when you read about these men, you'll get one thing. They reached a point and realized there is a supreme being better than them. One of them said that the supreme being came and placed everything and decided to hide somewhere and to see how things were going on. may be close or not at all. Coming back to our main theme or our main topic right now salvation, what is keeping you from accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Look at your life, the things you've gone through all these years. There are instances you say if it wasn't for God I won't have made it. You are sure even the job you have right now, if it wasn't for God, you shouldn't be having it. You are sure if it wasn't for God, your marriage would have fallen. You are sure if it wasn't for God, you wouldn't be a mother or a father right now. You are certain if it wasn't for God, your family will still be in poverty. Some of you, looking back to where you've come from, you say the prayer of my mother. The prayer of your mother will not take you to heaven. It won't save you. It is your own violation. It is out of your own will. It is out of your own trust in God. And accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior will save you not to please you. You see right now we are at a time whereby people want to receive Jesus as Lord and Saviour in their, at their own pleasure, in their own terms. No matter what you think or say or hold as your mantra around life and afterlife, God has his way. The beautiful part is, if we don't follow that way God has as his own, then nothing else matters. Nothing. Because God's, words, God's word is the headstick of life. He made you, he made me. Everything exists because God allowed the existence of everything. Praise the Lord. He the one who formed the patterns of life. He created the heavens and the earth. He created you in his own image and likeness. The battle you're facing over salvation is not over your money. It is over your soul. And because the enemy knows the value of your soul, he has imprisoned your mind and ensured that your mind is confined to your own thinking, your perception so when you hear about god the first thing that comes to your mind is me myself and i how will people see me what will become of me what about my friends what about my women my men what about the lifestyle that i live what about the things that i still want to accomplish some even go to the length of saying no, me I don't want to 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 to, to I, I, I don't want to disappoint God right now. I know myself. Imagine that lie that me I know myself. Right now if I get born again I will mess. Who told you that tomorrow is there? Dear child of God. Do you think tomorrow is assured? Today may be the day that the father calls his children home. What will become of you? What's keeping you from saying, I need you, Lord. Save me, Jesus. The famous John 3.16 in there, we are not only reassured of the greatest love there is, But we are also assured of the highest form of sacrifice. Death by crucifix. Life for our life, for our souls. Praise the Lord. That Jesus gave his life for you and me. So that we don't perish. Dear brother, dear sister. There is eternity coming, but we have to choose which side of eternity we want to spend on. in a damnation or with Jesus. Are you sure that you want to live this temporal life preparing for hell? this day god has set before us life and death and he tells us choose life but we say no me i'm choosing death i want death i want destruction child of god jesus cares for you do not harden your heart when this message strikes your heart open Make that bold move you've always desired but has never known how to. Maybe because of fear or because of spite. Maybe because you've been hurt by somebody who was born again. You were once married to a born again freak in quotes. You were once married to a preacher or a pastor. A church woman they hurt you. So what? So what? They are not God. They are also in the same race as you. The journey of salvation is not sweet. Is not soft. It is a journey and like any other journey, mountains are in that journey. Valleys are in that journey. Mud is in that journey. Sometimes it gets slippery. You get slopier than you thought. That is why you will hear a preacher, a renowned preacher, caught up in a mess. Because in this journey, things happen. That is not a reason to choose to stay in the shadows. Don't sit on the fence. God says, I will spew you out of my mouth. It's either you are cold or hot. You being a good person will not take you to heaven. It is funny that people have concocted I like, concocted ideologies. The Bible says that the only way heaven is through Jesus. It is not through good works. Those good works are a plus when they are now being done when you are in Jesus. Praise the Lord. This is the day of salvation my dear brother. This is the day, this is the moment You accept Jesus as Lord and Savior so that you begin this new journey, the journey of salvation. You are too old to play with God. You are too old to play hide and seek with God. The things you've seen in life is enough evidence that there is a God in heaven. He's your friend. He loves you. He cares for you. And much of the things that God is doing, everything God does is for your your own good. Praise the Lord. Why can't you accept Him as Lord and Savior today? What's keeping you? Whatever is keeping you from God, can it be a substitute for eternal life? Because let me tell you, people think that when they die, that afterlife, nobody knows. I'm telling you, even you, you know what is in afterlife. That is why you keep on gambling in your mind about salvation. That is why when people to pray, you take off your heart. That is why when people pray, you keep quiet. That is why you tell your children pray before you eat. That is why if you are a smoker, the moment you meet a pastor, you hide your, eh, whatever you are smoking. There is a fear of the Lord in you. When God made man in his own image and likeness, he placed himself in all of us. Because we are born, created in his own image and likeness. Jesus loves you. Today it is my prayer that after hearing this, you choose Jesus. Praise the Lord. If you are there and you want to accept this Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want to assure you this is your day. This is your moment. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how people are going to judge you. That is your past. Forget about it. That is a cross. Pull it behind you. Focus on the journey you're about to start right now. Repeat these words after me. Jesus, come into my life. Take away the darkness in me and give me your divine and everlasting light. Come in me and make a home for you. I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. I have lived in sin. I have lived in ignorance. I have continually forsaken your ways. But today, I confess and repent from my old ways of living. I choose you, Lord, today. I accept you right now as Lord and Savior of my life. Jesus, be my rock, my fortress, my direction. Be my savior. Take me back, Jesus. Make me whole. Save me from my life and the sin. Amen. That's it. You are a born again believer. You have now activated the one that God made in his own image and likeness. You have been a sleeper agent for long. But after making that confession prayer you are now an active agent for Christ. You are now a soldier in the army of the Lord there is a lot of rejoicing in heaven over what you've just done right now. And I'd like to walk with you through this journey of salvation. One of the ways that people find themselves back to their old ways of life is after doing what you've done, they sit on it. The Bible says that you're a city, a light on a hill, you do not take the light in you and put it under the bed. Profess your salvation. Begin by that friend. Tell them, I'm now born again. Tell your wife, tell your brother, tell your sister, call your mother, call somebody right now. Tell them I've just received Jesus as Lord and Savior. Write to me, I'd like to know your story I'd like to hear more about you I'd like to learn more about you I'd like to share with you By God's grace I'd like to go through with you through discipleship so that this thing you have this thing you've done right now this this marvelous thing you've made the bold movement a bold move this is a bold move You are the man, you are the woman, God loves you. Write to me, let's talk. I'd like to take you through some things that I know will definitely build your faith. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you for my listeners this day. That this person that has just accepted you as Lord and Savior I pray for them right now may your guidance continue to shower them with wisdom with love with purity with the healing If there's something that they have been going through that has been eating into them, I pray, Lord, may you lift this burden. I pray for healing, spiritual healing, physical healing, emotional healing. Heal them, Lord. Whatever challenge they're going through in life, Lord, this morning, I pray that you heal them. This afternoon, I pray that you heal them. This night, I pray that you heal them. Give them peace. May they see you in their lives. The ways that have been blocked, I pray for openings, oh God. I pray today that may you strengthen their faith in you even as they begin this journey with you, Lord. May you hold their hands. May you hide them under the shadow of your wings. May you, O Lord, hide this person under the shadow of your wings. May you draw this person closer to your arms, O God. May you hide them in you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Shalom.